the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. It's the 63rd annual PRCA Champions Ride Saddle Bronc match August 3rd at Home on the Range Arena. Top PRCA Cowboys compete for the title champion and collect thousands in prizes on the world's best bucking horses. Celebrate past champions or join in the live Calcutta of Cowboys on August the 2nd. The Champions Ride August 3rd at Home on the Range Arena. Exit 7 on I-94 east of Beach, North Dakota. Gates open at 10. The excitement begins at 1. Advanced tickets and information at hotrnd.com. The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The Signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor, and each week we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live on a Thursday, the Memorial of St. Benedict, Father James Gross, coming to you from the Diocese of Fargo, broadcasting from our Grand Forks studios. And as we begin the second hour, in case you're just joining us, we're very grateful to have you with us. Our programming is uh, Real Presence Live, locally generated from 9 to 11 Central, 8 to 10 a.m. Mountain, now Monday through Friday. So you can get your Real Presence Live fix five days a week. And we have a new segment that we are, uh, that we are airing once a week. Um, it's called Honor Our Fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father from our various dioceses within our listening area and religious uh, orders as well. So here's what we want to do. We want to honor those spiritual fathers, one each week on Real Presence Live, with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. Of course, a good father would share, wouldn't he? And uh, let us know who you would like to honor. And each week on Real Presence Live, we'll draw a name and share the stories that we receive of these great spiritual fathers. So this week, drum roll please, we would like to honor Father Greg Hammond, pastor of Holy Rosary Church in Lemoore, Assumption Church in Dickey, and St. Raphael's Church in Verona, North Dakota, those parishes in southeastern North Dakota in the Diocese of Fargo. Congratulations, Father Greg Hammond. Uh, we will be sending you donuts, 
courtesy of Jacinta Splanskowski of Town and Country Realty. Serving the Fargo-Moorhead and surrounding areas, you can reach her at 701-388-3948. A couple of uh, testimonials to Father Greg Hammond, uh, who I believe was ordained about five or six years ago, somewhere in that neighborhood. Angela, who nominated Father, says he has brought his youthful energy to our parish. He is excited to assist us in every way, whether spiritually or physically, to get things accomplished for the betterment of the individual or the parish community. He's awesome at lending a hand and isn't afraid of projects that need to be tackled and followed through until they are finished. He knows how to tap into the parishioner's talents and isn't afraid to ask for insight on projects. He truly is a breath of fresh air. We are blessed to have him. Thank you, Lord, for sending us Father Greg Hammond. And Mary, who also nominated Father, says that uh, he helped her to learn about healthy boundaries. So again, we'd like to congratulate Father Greg Hammond on being chosen for this week's Honor Our Fathers segment. Those of you who are uh, his parishioners can help uh, polish his halo and and, uh, hopefully get a chance to share some of those donuts. Thanks also to our sponsor, Jacinta Splunskowski of Town & Country Realty, for helping sponsor today's segment and providing donuts for Father and his staff. I'm having a Homer Simpson moment here. Mm, Donuts. That's Jacinta Splunskowski of Town & and Country Realty. She serves the Fargo-Moorhead and surrounding areas. Give her a call at 701-388-3948. That's 701-388-3948. And so we appreciate the service of all of our shepherds, especially the one that we now have on the phone, Bishop Robert Gruse, who is reaching us here from Rapid City. Your Excellency, thank you for joining us. Welcome to Real Presence Live. Good morning. It's good to be with you. What a treat for me. Yes, yes, we're we're definitely privileged to be able to have this time for a, a conversation uh, with you. Now, for those who have not heard, can you tell us a little bit about your upcoming assignment in a new diocese? Well, I've been reassigned by the Holy Father to uh, the Diocese of Saginaw in Michigan, so um, it's kind of a shock to me when it first came about, um, but um, obviously it's uh, the work of the Holy Spirit, and so I'll be leaving here um, on July uh, 20th. The installation in Saginaw will be the 26th of July. Yes, on the uh, Memorial of Saints Anne and Joachim, if memory serves correctly. That's that's, a, that's, that's correct. Yes, Friday, July 26th, only two weeks away. And so I suppose it's hard not to be uh, nostalgic as you're thinking back on the time that you've had um, being the shepherd, uh, chief shepherd in the Diocese of Rapid City. What are some of the main moments and memories that, uh, that, that you're going to take with you that really are coming to the forefront of your mind? Well, you know, the, the, last, the past eight years here have just been a tremendous uh, grace and blessing for me. And, uh, you know, I love this diocese. I love the people here. You know, that's how I miss them the most, I think. Um, the land will be uh, the whole, you know, the the whole western part of South Dakota will certainly be something that I I will greatly miss in the sense that I like to hunt and fish and like the outdoors and ride motorcycles all that. So, you know, this is uh, this is where a lot of those activities uh, really got started uh, um, for me. But I think ultimately, you know, the most important thing I will miss are are the people, the priests. Um, mm-hmm. You know the you know the the parish the faith life of the people and uh, um, you know you, you, there's people wherever you go I think this has been at least for most I think most all priests can say this but when they get moved to a new assignment um, 
it is hard leaving um, because of, of the wonderful memories and, and those memories are made by people and, and people's faith and that has been shared. And so um, I just I leave uh, with a heart inspired um, from the people here and um, and with deep gratitude um, for them having been a part of my my life, my ministry, and uh, my journey with the Lord. One of the distinguishing characteristics that I think of when it comes to the Diocese of Rapid City is, uh, relatively speaking, the uh, significant percentage of Native American uh, Catholics uh, throughout your diocese. So that uh, experience that you've had there as bishop, can you share a little bit about how the uh, Native American uh, experience of these communities and spirituality has uh, impacted your own uh, spirituality? You know, I have loved being with the Native people. You know, they're, they they have a deep faith, a deep spirituality. They have a great sense of humor. Um, <laughs> they're really good at telling stories. And, uh, you know, it's uh, having five reservations. You know, if I have one regret is I didn't get to spend more time with them on the reservation. Mm-hmm. Um, but every time I've gone there, you know, I've um, have thoroughly enjoyed their spirit and, you know, them as a, as a people. Um, and they've... Um, have, they have touched my heart in ways that they they will they will never know. Um, and um, where I'm going, I'm, I've been told there's one reservation. I'm not sure what tribe it is, and one has shared that with me um, yet. And so, um, yeah, it will it will be missed. You know, the, 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 my, my time with the native people uh, will certainly, um, you know, will will be missed. Yeah. We're visiting with Bishop Robert Groose, who has been named the uh, new bishop of the Diocese of Saginaw, Michigan. And I've been doing a little bit of research in terms of to com- uh, comparing with regard to population and geography. And I don't know how accurate this figure is, approximately 100,000 Catholics within that diocese. And people talk about lower Michigan looking like a, a mitten or a hand. And Saginaw is kind of where the thumb meets the rest of the hand. And it's a uh, about uh, 11 counties, uh, 7,000 square miles. So there won't be nearly as much time on the road, I'm presuming, as you had as bishop in uh, western South Dakota, will there? Well, there won't be as many long periods of time on the road. I mean, there'll be time on the road. That, uh, so the Lord has me downsizing. So I'm going from 43,000 square miles down to 7,000 square miles. And, <laughs> right. I, and, I, and I'm upsizing in population and going from about 25,000 Catholics up to 100,000 Catholics. So I guess the longest um, drive across the diocese is somewhere around two hours. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's you know, it, it is it is what it is. And but mm-hmm. I do look forward to getting to know all the people. It's a very rural diocese, and okay. very blue collar. So, um, you know, the the time I've been up there for the for the announcement, um, as I drove around the diocese, there was a lot of a lot of farmland. You know, much like. Uh, like Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin, it's mostly uh, what I saw was not so much <laughs> livestock, but um, um, but um, grain, you know, exactly. corn and things, and things like that. So it's uh, another rural area, which I'm very familiar with. So I'm excited to get, in, you know, to get there yeah. and get to know the folks. A lot of uh, natural beauty, to be sure, too, with the uh, coastline and, and Lake Huron right along the uh, uh, the border. Uh, so at least you'll be able to, I think, um, uh, uh, supplement that uh, desire for uh, outdoor activity in numerous parts of your new diocese. No question about that. I mean, the whole state, actually, you know, is filled with areas of, of outdoor activities, um, you know, mm-hmm. hunting, fishing, hiking, golfing. I mean, all of it. 
It's it's all there. All the bishops in, in Michigan tell me it's one of the most beautiful states in the country. <laughs> so, um, and, and they and, and they and, and they you know, obviously know from their experience. So it's um, it'll be a it'll be a, a, a good um, it'll be a yeah. good assignment for me, I think. But yeah, it does I it does leave a hole in my heart really um, for the people of um, Western South Dakota, the Diocese of Rapid City. But you know that's yeah. part of our life um, as a bishop. And as priests, even they move from Paris to Paris, and we go where the Lord sends us. If somebody was a beautiful thing, a, a, a lay woman here in the diocese. She said, "Well, she said God must think the people in Saginaw need need you more than the people of, of Rapid City need you." <laughs> so, I mean, it's a good way to put it. You know, it's very it's, it's a very simple faith, and really, there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah, and we need to be able to serve wherever uh, God calls us in his mysterious plan. So uh, for those who are just joining us here in Real Presence Live this morning, Father James Gross hosting the program today with uh, Bishop Robert Gross, who is looking forward to being installed in just a couple of weeks as uh, the new bishop of the Diocese of Saginaw, Michigan. Um, and also, I speaking of the natural beauty, uh, I had attended seminary at the Josephinum in Columbus, Ohio, and one year I decided to do something different as I, as the year finished and I was coming back uh, at the beginning of the summer, I drove through Michigan and across the UP uh, getting onto Highway 2 to come into uh, North Dakota rather than to come around the southern way of Chicago and Wisconsin. So I can definitely testify to the natural beauty of many parts of the state of Michigan. And I'm really excited for you with regard to that and being able to enjoy that. Now, um, let's take a look at uh, the time that you were able to spend in the Rapid City Diocese. One of the things that you were able to do was to welcome Real Presence Radio into the uh, life of uh, the faithful there in the diocese. Can you tell us what uh, having Catholic radio there in uh, Western South Dakota has meant both to you and those you have served? Well, as, you know, as I've said before, when I came here, it was one of my it was one of my dreams, one of my goals was to, was to get a Catholic radio station in the diocese of Rapid City and. Uh, you know, over time, it eventually happened. So, it's um, it's it's meant a lot to me. You know, it's meant a lot to the people. You know, people continue to thank me for bringing Catholic radio to the diocese of Rapid City, and and I and I have to thank Real Presence Radio for <laughs> really for contacting me and, and asking if I would be interested in having a station here. Um, and it was it was an answer to to, to many prayers, and uh, I, I think it's been a, a marvelous tool. Um, for evangelization, for you know, for people to learn more about their faith, and it's you know, as I leave here, I, I think it's one of the things that um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of that was uh, that was able to accomplish um, while yeah. the bishop here, and well, um, I hope I was... it lasts for a long period of time. Yes, so do we. And Bishop, I was just going to say that, uh, you know, we're very grateful for the opportunity to be able to highlight events that are happening there. Um, later on this hour in our 10 minute tour, there will be a couple of, uh, events coming up within the Diocese of Rapid City that we'll be referring to. So that's just another, um, uh, uh, point of emphasis in terms of the ways in which Catholic Radio really helps in getting the word out of things that are happening. Now, um, just to ask you a question, I'm sure that may be on a lot, a lot of 
of um, people's minds. You know, if you think of a bureaucratic model, somebody becomes a CEO of a company, maybe they have a hand or are consulted or whatever in um, finding their replacement. So we know that it's a pretty internal process for a lot of different reasons. Are you involved in any way in that process of who your successor at Rapid City will eventually be? Um, I'm involved in in in, in some way. It's, it's not like I name who my my replacement will be. It doesn't work that way, right? Um, I pro- I provide uh, the nunciature in Washington with a kind of a, a report, a summary of the state of the diocese. Um, I provide um, you know names of, of of people who can also speak about the state of the diocese. So um, I would suspect they would get a questionnaire at some point in time, and, you know, the nuncio takes all that information. I'm not sure, to be honest, I'm not sure what he does with it. Um, <laughs> you know, bishops get asked, um, you know, are there, are there certain candidates um, that, that we feel that might be, um, you know, good good prospects or good candidates um, for the order of bishops, so we do provide names, and, and we speak a little bit about those individuals, and, and then... Um, you know, then it's out of it's out of my hands. So once that work is done, then I, I really have no, uh, I have nothing yeah. really to do with okay. it beyond that. And we should also mention, just in case our uh, listeners are wondering about what these terms mean, that uh, the Vatican has a diplomatic presence in most countries in the world, and that uh, the bishop, in our case, who is the uh, nuncio, apostolic nuncio, um, I believe his name is Christophe Pierre, uh, who is uh, the apostolic nuncio to the United States, the head diplomat, and who is um, intimately involved. And uh, w- will he also be at your installation in a couple of weeks, Bishop? He will. He will. In fact, right. in the conversation we had when before the announcement, before the announcement was made, it was um, you know the, the day was set. I think more according to his schedule because so he could be he wanted to be there. So ah, okay. Um, it's it's always it's always um, it's important. I think in any installation or ordination of a bishop that you know the, the pope's um, representative to the United States is present. So. I mean, so he doesn't have to send one of his associates. He can be present there. And, you know, so I'm very grateful that um, he's able to to, uh, attend. Terrific. And and during that uh, ceremony, during that liturgy, there is the actual, the mandatum, the decree, which which he would uh, normally read, right, as a way of um, verifying the uh, order that came from Pope Francis. That's correct. That's correct. What he reads is, uh, it's a a document, and... um, that that is written um, and signed by the Holy Father himself, you know, yeah. uh, clearly clarifying or defining that uh, he has named me um, the, the the bishop that, um, of, uh, of the Diocese of Saginaw. Well, listen, Bishop, we are very, um, uh, it's a bittersweet moment for us as well. We are sad to see you go, but very happy for you and the new opportunity that's coming up. As we are wrapping up our time with you, would you uh, be so good as to offer us a blessing? I'd be happy to. Thank you. Heavenly Father, we praise and thank you for your love and mercy. I ask your, uh, your, your blessings, your graces be poured out in great abundance upon your presence radio and all of the listeners, all the people and especially the people of the Diocese of Rapid City, um, who are also <laughs> with me mourning this this loss of me departing. But um, fill our hearts with your grace, your love, and, and your mercy, um, so that all that we do might give you glory and further your kingdom. And may the blessings of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon all of you and be with you forever. 
Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Bishop Robert Gruss, who is uh, soon to become the new bishop in Saginaw, Michigan. Thank you for taking time to be with us this morning, and know that our prayers go with you in this transition. Thank you very much. I appreciate it, and God bless all of you. Thank you. So up next, get ready for the 10-minute tour around our area with local events, and later in the show, we'll hear about the beauty of St. Benedict and how he continues to influence students in our area. Father James Gross with you from the Diocese of Fargo. You're listening to Real Presence Live. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus mystic monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1-800-477-2425 or online at abbusiness.com. Real Presence Live is now coming to you five days a week, bringing you new hosts including Father Paul, Father John, and Joe Rutten, Father Craig Vosick, Father Tim Buren, and Father Kyle Metzger from brand new locations including the University of Mary in Bismarck, Mount Marty College in Yankton, South Dakota, and the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. If you're looking for hope, tune in to Real Presence Live, where you'll hear positive and inspirational stories weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from Mystic Monk Coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live on a Thursday. Father James Gross from the Diocese of Fargo joining you from our Grand Forks studios. And no matter where you are, no matter where we are coming to you in our listening area, there are all sorts of great events that are happening throughout the year. And these are things that we like to feature with our 10-minute tour. So let's fire up the Studebaker and take her around for the uh, tour of the 10 uh, minute tour of the events that are happening. And first, we are going to speak with uh, a brother priest out in the oil patch, Father Russ Kovash in Williston. Welcome to Real Presence Live. Hi, Father. How are you today? I am doing very well, thank you. We're uh, going to be visiting with you about uh, the RCIA program at St. Joseph's. Yeah, it's coming up uh, quickly. Uh, 
time uh, passes quickly, and here in September, just about two months away now, we are going to start our our uh, RCIA uh, classes for another year, and so we're excited about that. We always want to invite people uh, uh, to, to attend those classes and learn more about the beautiful Catholic faith. And so that's uh, for anybody who is curious. You're not asking for a firm commitment with regard to uh, entering into full communion of the church right there at the beginning. But uh, anybody with uh, questions and curiosity is welcome to join you. Yeah, absolutely. I I, uh, I always mention at one of my first classes that it's just a great opportunity to to learn more. Um, you know, I, I think there's for so many people, and here's a prime example. This last week I had a meeting with somebody who emailed me, and I, I met with him then in my office, a Baptist man who has been Baptist a good part of his life. And uh, the last six months has been listening to Catholic radio and started uh, learning some things about what the church teaches, not what he thought they believed. There and you are. So, um, uh, it, it's just a great example of, uh, number one, the great work Catholic radio is doing, but in, in these RCA classes, it's a great opportunity to, to really find out what the Church teaches and why it teaches what it teaches. And um, our classes uh, have a, a nice variety of uh, teaching methods. So we do lectures, we do videos, we do Q&A. And um, so it's a great opportunity for someone to come and learn more about the Church. Wonderful. Beginning Thursday, September 12th, 6.20 to 8 p.m. on Thursdays at O'Neill Hall, connected to St. Joseph's. Father Kovash, thank you so much for calling in, and uh, blessings in your ministry. All right, you as well. God bless, Father. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. And so we hop back on the road for a wonderful event. Did you know that not far away from us, there is an annual passion play that's put on in the town of La Rivier, Manitoba, which is about 50 miles northwest of Langdon, uh, just across the border of the Diocese of Fargo. This year, they're celebrating their 20th anniversary, and the performance dates are coming up this weekend, the 12th, 13th, and 14th at 7.30 p.m. at the La Rivier uh, outdoor theater. Now, this outdoor theater is located just a kilometer east of the city on Highway 3. So, if you're coming from the east, look for the Oak Valley entrance on the north side of the road. There are special celebration events being planned. Organize a bus with your church, family, or friends, bring your lawn chairs, and then come enjoy the life of Jesus Christ unfold before your eyes in a beautiful outdoor setting. There will also be an outdoor mass at 4 p.m. Sunday, this coming Sunday, with the celebrant Archbishop Albert Legat of the St. Boniface Diocese in Manitoba. So that's an additional event that you can take part in for the Manitoba Passion Play in La Rivier, Manitoba. Also, at the University of Mary, they are presenting a teaching and exposition tonight at 7 p.m. of Sacred Relics. Father Carlos Martins of the Companions of the Cross will be here with a very special Vatican collection of over 150 relics, some as old as 2,000 years. Among the treasures will be relics of St. Maria Goretti, St. Therese of Lisieux, St. Francis of Assisi, St. Anthony of Padua, St. Thomas Aquinas, and St. Faustina Kowalska. In addition, there will also be present a portion of the Veil of Our Lady, as well as one of the largest remaining pieces of the true cross in the world. Those in attendance will be able to examine and venerate each relic. Please do not miss this opportunity. You're encouraged to bring your articles of devotion, which you'll be able to touch to the reliquaries as a means of intercession at the University of Mary tonight. And so, next we're going to be visiting with... uh, 
with Becky uh, coming to us about a benefit brunch uh, happening in the Diocese of Rapid City. Welcome to Real Presence Live. Hello. Hi um, there. We, we are having a Sioux Spiritual Center benefit supper, the Sioux Spiritual Center that's located south of Howe. Um, our little parish at St. Anthony's Red Owl is holding a fundraiser um, hot beef supper for raising funds for fixing windows and carpeting in the Sioux Spiritual Center. Uh, it's on Sunday, July 14th, this Sunday at 5 p.m. And we'll be serving hot beef sandwiches, mashed potatoes, gravy, and green beans, and assorted bars and cookies for dessert. And it's a free will offering. There is nothing quite like a home-cooked meal. So um, the, the Sioux Spiritual Center, they uh, help out people from throughout the diocese in a variety of different ways, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I was just reading up about uh, some of the work that the Sioux Spiritual Center does, especially with uh, the Native American population and offering retreats. So we're really looking forward to that. So it starts at 5 p.m. Is there a, a ending time uh, for the serving of the meal? Uh, no, not, not set in stone. Okay, so just try to get there at 5 p.m. or shortly thereafter so that you make sure that uh, you don't run out and and so that there will still be some uh, spuds in the bottom of the kettle that they can scoop out and give to you, right? <laughs> yeah. Very good. We also have a, a contact uh, Ryan for more information at 605-786-4937. And so they can contact him as well for that uh, Sioux Spiritual Center Benefit Supper uh, this coming Sunday at St. Anthony's Parish in Red Owl. Thank you very it's, much, it's Becky, for being with us. It's a union center at the community center. I'm the, sorry. Yes, the community center. Thank you. And union center. 40 miles east of Sturgis. Thank you very much, Becky, and uh, uh, all the best to you. Thank you. Fantastic. And as we turn, we'll continue uh, by uh, looking at the Diocese of Rapid City, and uh, we have Bobby with us on the line from St. Therese Parish. Uh, welcome to Real Presence Live. Hi, thank you guys. Thank you. Fantastic. So uh, what uh, what kind of event do you have cooking up for us there? All right. Well, um, it's called Encounter and Indulge. And um, what we're doing is I'm inviting all the youth, basically um, fifth grade through 12, um, to come join us uh, every Friday morning for a 7.30 mass, um, a holy hour, which is from 8 to 9. Um, just amazing to get in that adoration when you can. Um, after the holy hour, we squeeze in some morning prayer. And then after that, we shuffle downstairs. Um, the group will have breakfast. Typically, we'll have like donuts and fruit. Um, I get a lot of the chocolate donuts. Those kids love the chocolate donuts and all. And then uh, <laughs> while we're down there, we'll basically talk about anything new, whether it be music or uh, any new things the kids learn about. Um, yeah, and and then after that, we uh, finish it off with a fun game in the after Sissy's let all up. Okay, so it probably by by noon is when things get wrapped up uh, for this event, correct? Yep. Yes, sir. Yep. Yep. Okay, so that's on uh, Fridays uh, throughout the summer, um, including tomorrow morning and uh, until uh, August sometime, I presume. Yes, sir. August ninth is our very last one, and we're going to go out with uh, the boom with that one. So. Great. So I'm sure that uh, the, the kids look forward to being able to uh, hang out and to see one another since it's uh, out, out of school time and they maybe don't get those opportunities very often in the summer, right? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. 
Yep. Fantastic. So that is the uh, Encounter and Indulge program for middle and high school students uh, hosted by St. Therese Parish, uh, just uh, not far from uh, the interstate there, I-90 in Rapid City. Thank you very much, Bobby, for being with us today. Absolutely. All right. God bless everybody. Thank you very much. And that wraps up today's 10-minute tour. Now, we feature this during every broadcast of Real Presence Live. And if you have an event that you would like to have featured, please call Brandon at 877-795-0122, and we would be very happy to air it for you. So, coming up next, we have Jerome Richter from the University of Mary in Bismarck, who will be sharing some truths about St. Benedict and how he influences students at that campus today. Later, Angela Wambach from the Women's Care Center in Fargo will join us to talk about some exciting news you won't want to miss. Father James Gross is the host joining you today on Real Presence Live. Please stay with us. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor. And each week, we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. One very important parish will receive special treatment at the 2020 Built Upon a Rock Fest, including catered lunch on the concert day, meet and greet with the bands, and a special preview performance. Built Upon a Rock Fest is grateful for parish support and wants to give back. All sponsoring parishes will be entered into a drawing, and the VIP will be drawn on stage at the concert on September 14th. For details, check out builtuponarockfest.com. Builtuponarockfest.com. Choose the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. People think A and B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest additions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A and B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at one 800 477 2425 or online at abbusiness.com. This is Real Presence Live, where the devil is dumb, Christ is king, and the Catholic faith is taking the place of secular living as the lifestyle of choice. Welcome back to Real Presence Live here on a Thursday, the Memorial of St. Benedict. Father James Gross joining you from the Diocese of Fargo. We have benefited in many different parts of our diocese from the uh, ministry of Benedictines and perhaps few places more so in our listening area than the University of Mary in Bismarck. And we have Jerome Richter with us uh, from the university today. Welcome to Real Presence Live. Good morning, Father. It's an honor to be with you. 
Thank you very much. Now, the first thing we should probably get out of the way right away is that we're going to have a lot of listeners who are saying, boy, that last name Richter is familiar. I wonder if he's related to any of those priests from the Diocese of Bismarck. Well, it, it all depends on your opinion of those priests from the Diocese of Bismarck. <laughs> it, 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 uh, I claim them when it's uh, helpful, and uh, I just own them when I need to. <laughs> there you go, yes. So, uh, Mon- Monsignor Tom and uh, Dickinson and uh, Father David and Minot, correct? Exactly, exactly. Uh, I am I am privileged to have two brothers that are priests. I was the, the third one uh, that joined the seminary, but... Uh, as you know, Father, they kicked me out, and uh, so I married a beautiful <laughs> woman by the name of Sarah, and we have seven little ones now, and uh, it's it's just a, a blessed life, that's for sure. And I would never, ever in a million years give up my time in a seminary because uh, God was so good to me. Fantastic. That sounds like a great thing to hear. So now tell us a little bit about uh, your role right now at the University of Mary and, and the various things that you um, are called upon to do. Well, Father, uh, I came to the University of Mary uh, exactly nine years ago. July 1st was my ninth anniversary out here. Before that, uh, I taught uh, religious studies and history at St. Mary Central High School in Bismarck, which is uh, my alma mater and a beautiful place. My kids are there now. I'm just so proud of what they're doing in all the Catholic schools. I'm very proud of them. Yeah, so and they're, uh, they're uh, breaking in a new facility this fall, if I understand yes. correctly. Yeah. Yep, my oldest son is going to be the first graduating class there, so it's super important, and they're working hard, and the people have been so good uh, to the schools, and uh, the schools, again, so good to them. And I just, well, part of the uh, what I wanted to talk about is uh, during my time at the high school, mm-hmm. uh, I had the chance to start a pilgrimage to Rome, and then coming out to the University of Mary here, where I'm the vice president for public affairs, and so I oversee all of the uh, the public relations side, the marketing the uh, uh, print, all those things, but at the same time, I also oversee uh, the capital campaign. So I oversee the Office of Public Affairs and Mission Advancement, and uh, okay. we've been incredibly blessed uh, with God's goodness to us there. But mm-hmm. one of the privileges that I still have is I still get to take the students over to Rome. Okay. And uh, I just got back June 30th from taking 150 pilgrims from the four Catholic high schools uh, of North Dakota, yeah, over to Rome, and one of the places that we go to uh, is to Subiaco, the uh, the heritage site of Saint Benedict. That's uh, where he uh, ran off from Rome and the craziness of the world to mm-hmm. seek God in a cave. And uh, it's a powerful thing to take high school kids there to say he was uh, he was maybe two years older than you, and here's a man who changed the world, uh, and we can do that same thing if we love Christ with all our heart. So. That's that's kind of uh, some of the responsibilities I have here, but uh, uh, I'm running around here and there and happy to do it. Yeah, and uh, I know I as I think about the University of Mary and um, back in its days as Mary College when I was just a, a little shaver, you know, the Annunciation Priory was basically sitting all by itself on uh, one end of the hill in the bluff, and then the rest of the university was, you know, several hundred yards away. And now with all the development and expansion and buildings that have been built in, it's kind of all joined together. But uh, to have uh, the, to have the sisters there and that heritage, um, what what does that uh, Benedictine heritage mean with regard to kind of the fabric of what the University of Mary is? Well, it means so very much to us. Uh, first, uh, 
to put it in the right context, and, and I know that you and many of your listeners understand this, we say, we say this, this is one of our mottos, we are faithfully Christian, we are joyfully Catholic, and gratefully Benedictine. Great. And that's the right order how things need to go. We're Christians, we're Catholics, and we're Benedictine. But to have that depth of a heritage is second to none. And as I was explaining both to the students over in Subiaco, and I was just writing an email to uh, friends and family today to wish them a happy feast, we can't, we can't be uh, grateful enough for what the Benedictines have done for the world, for the Church, but specifically for the Bismarck, Mandan, and the western North Dakota area. The faith came here because uh, of the sisters and the brothers. The Benedictines are the ones who uh, founded the churches, founded the schools. And so our sisters, in 1878, show up here in Bismarck, which was not even Bismarck then. It was just a cow town at the end of the railroad tracks, and the Missouri kept them from going farther. Mm-hmm. And they started a Catholic school the, sec- uh, the second day that they had been here. And then from there they started the hospital. From there they started the high school. From there they started Mary College, as you mentioned, and now the University of Mary, which serves nearly 4,000 students. Yeah, what is uh, Bismarck, uh, you know, back before the time that North Dakota was founded as, as a state, uh, was uh, very much part of the Wild West. And so you really mm-hmm. just have to admire uh, the, the men and the women and their, their fortitude as they were accompanying some of the earliest uh, pioneers and uh, uh, pilgrims immigrating to uh, the Dakotas. Absolutely. And here's the thing that we in modern times have to appreciate. These were not weak people. I mean, we're talking the pioneers, we're talking those that broke the ground, but think of these sisters. Mm -hmm. Five of them got on a train in St. Joseph, Minnesota, rode it as far as they could, got off, and started making a go of it. I mean, uh, we we, we kind of romanticize it a little bit, but think of the the difficulties, uh, the dirt streets, uh, mm-hmm. not speaking the language of many of the different people. You know, there's immigrants from Germany, there's immigrants from uh, the Asian company, excuse me, Asian countries uh, because of uh, right. the railroad tracks. I mean, and then and then the roughness of the people that were here. I mean, there was gunslingers and there yeah. was houses of, uh, let's say, uh, the last... repute. Uh, holy. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, than most. <laughs> <laughs> and and I mean and the and the, fir- the first church was literally uh, a simple wood structure out on West Main, mm-hmm. and and they needed to now all of a sudden come up with the funds to educate a bunch of these kids that uh, didn't have any opportunity. Yeah, well, we're going to have to, this uh, segment went by way too quickly. We're going to have to break here in just a moment. I also want to mention our gratitude for um, receiving uh, focus missionaries as part of that Benedictine value of hospitality. So uh, having those young people around the campus must have really been a joy here this summer. Well, and that's one of the great uh, values of the University of Mary's hospitality. And we had nearly 900 focus missionaries here most of the summer. And you want to talk about uh, moving and vibrancy and faith and energy. These young people that are coming out of college are ready to go and uh, uh, share Christ's love with the world and to inspire young hearts. And we're happy to serve in that way. That's for sure. Terrific. Well, Jerome Richter, thank you so much for joining us and uh, all the best in your work there at the University of Mary. Father, thank you. Happy feast to you. Happy feast to all your listeners. And uh, don't be uh, shy to stop out whenever you want. We'll give you a tour and grab something to eat in the crow's nest. 
<laughs> Fantastic. Thanks so much. I'll have to take you up on that. And uh, coming up after this last break, you won't want to miss the good things happening with the women's care centers across North Dakota. Father James Gross hosting Real Presence Live today. One more segment coming up. Please stay with us. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Taking what you experience on Sunday in church and applying it during the week at work can be a challenge. This year's Faith and Business Conference is for business owners, managers, and those that seek to integrate their faith into the workplace. This year's conference features world-renowned speakers that will help you take faith principles and turn them into business practices. Learn how to take your Sunday into Monday on Thursday, August 8th at the Ramcota Hotel in Sioux Falls from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. For more information and tickets, go to faithandbusinessconference.com. Real Presence Live is now coming to you five days a week, bringing you new hosts, new locations, and brand new segments, including Heart of Your Legacy, where, as the name suggests, we get at the heart of giving and how you can leave a lasting legacy, and Honor Our Fathers, where you send us the names of your favorite priests, and we offer special recognition and a dozen donuts to one each week. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live, weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Real Presence Live is now coming to you five days a week, bringing you new hosts including Father Paul, Father John, and Joe Rutten, Father Craig Vosick, Father Tim Buren, and Father Kyle Metzger from brand new locations including the University of Mary in Bismarck, Mount Marty College in Yankton, South Dakota, and the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. If you're looking for hope, tune in to Real Presence Live, where you'll hear positive and inspirational stories weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Thanks for sticking with us here on Real Presence Live on a Thursday. Father James Gross from the Diocese of Fargo. Privileged to be with you. Just want to remind you to uh, consult that website, uh, yourcatholicradiostation.com, for references to the programming schedule here at Real Presence Radio and to leave and to join in the prayer requests uh, that are a part of that webpage, yourcatholicradiostation.com. And now for our final segment today, we have a guest with us from the Women's Care Centers. Uh, Angela Wambach is with us us in studio in Fargo. Good morning and welcome to Real Presence Live. Well, good morning and thank you so much for inviting me here today. It's our pleasure. One of the reasons why we wanted to do this is because the name itself may be unfamiliar. Uh, People may be more uh, accustomed to hearing First Choice Clinic uh, with regard to the work that you do for um, uh, saving the lives of uh, pre-born children and for their families. So tell us a little bit about about that change that has come about. Sure, yes. Um, Well, our board of directors uh, about a year and a half ago had 
taken a look at, you know, joining efforts at the National Pregnancy um, Network that could help us be stronger and more effective of what we do on a daily basis and to love and serve more women. And Women's Care Center was uh, the one that we chose to go with because they're so similar to who we are and what we were already doing. So we look at it as an opportunity from going from good to great. Fantastic. And I see that you are the executive director, which uh, informally, I'm sure, means boss lady. But uh, (laughs) if you could just describe some of the uh, tasks and the responsibilities that you have with that position. Sure. Well, um, we do have three locations in Bismarck, Fargo and Devil's Lake. And so I oversee them and work with a staff of about 17 people throughout all three locations that we work together to serve and love on moms and babies in each of those communities. So I just really kind of help manage and, and, and direct and, and support and, and love my own staff to, to do the best job we can. Now, this endeavor has uh, been in existence for, for a number of years. Can you give us some history about uh, your organization? Sure. Um, Women's Care Center was actually founded in 1984, which happens to be the same year that First Choice Clinic was founded here in Fargo. So they're okay. about the same age as us, both celebrating our 35th anniversary. Mm-hmm. And um, Women's Care Center was founded in South Bend, Indiana, by a Catholic theologian and young professor at Notre Dame University named Janet Smith. Um, some of you may have heard of her. She's um, those did contraception, why not, and some other you know pro-life yes. things that she's done. She's very well known. Um, and the center was in a tiny house across from a local abortion clinic in South Bend, Indiana. And uh, since that time, Women's Care Center has grown into 32 centers in 11 different states. And out of those um, 32 centers, that includes the center in Duluth, Minnesota, which is part of your hearing audience as well, and then Mm -hmm. our three here in North Dakota. And there's a strong network that you are now a part of and can draw from some of those common resources, too, that you hadn't been able to do before, I'm sure. Absolutely. We really love the, the network and the support and Mm-hmm. And training and all the efficiencies that go along with being a part of, you know, something a little bit bigger than yourselves. And it's just been fantastic to be working alongside them. One of the things that I know um, has have been facilitated by, uh, at the time, First Choice Clinic were uh, annual banquets, uh, certainly in Fargo. And uh, are there any other additional events or locations where you do uh, that kind of um I, I guess, you know, outreach where the community can get gather with you and keep track of the work that you're doing? Yes, absolutely. We have our banquet here in Fargo coming up on October 14th. It's a Monday evening and on in October 15th in Bismarck. And then we have our banquet in Devil's Lake on November 7th. Excellent. And uh, those are opportunities for people from the surrounding areas to to gather with you. And you usually bring in pretty well-noted speakers. Uh, Any idea who's, if someone's on tap yet for this year? Um, uh, Yes, I think that information is coming out real recent or coming up soon here i don't have the exact information in front of me but we we are working with a a young woman um who speaks on behalf of um, what a pregnancy center has done for her and how it's impacted and changed her life and her family's life dramatically so she's going to be a a great voice to hear and you won't want to miss seeing her we'll be looking forward to learning more about that so um for those who are just joining us today on real presence live father james gross a priest of the diocese of fargo privilege to be hosting the program today. We have Angela Wambach with us, who is the Executive Director of the Women's Care Center and uh, the locations that are served
served in North Dakota are in uh, Fargo, Bismarck, and in Devil's Lake. So uh, could you... um, uh, give us, for those who are not familiar, an idea of some of the day-to-day uh, services that you provide at the Women's Care Centers. Absolutely. Um, we provide free and confidential pregnancy testing, limited ultrasounds, options called counseling, prenatal education, parenting education, and both are done in either group class settings or individual one-on-one sessions. We also provide healthy relationship support, goal planning, material resources, and community referrals. Um, And all this is just vitally important to help walk our clients through the um, confirmation of pregnancy to years after her birth. So our hope is not only that our clients choose life for their unborn children, but also to strive to provide support for them to become self-sufficient and confident parents as well. And those resources are targeted toward a a more holistic way that you're not just focused on a a limited period of time or sort of a a limited crisis situation, but wanting to provide support and help to uh, immediate family as well. Absolutely. We we really encourage a father of baby to come in as well as the mom. Um, Any parents or support systems that they have that are really important to them, we encourage them all to come in and be a part of it. Very good. Now, in the Fargo area, are your offices located at uh, the same place where they were before, down by Page Drive, I believe? No, actually, okay. that's one of the big things that's been a big change for us is ah. all three of our locations are either moved or, or are moving into a new location. So Great. here in Fargo, we are moved downtown to 103 University Drive North, which is okay. eight blocks west of the Red River Women's Clinic and 10 blocks south of NDSU. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, and Bismarck is going to be moving as of July 22nd to close to downtown as well into a home that we purchased for them to and remodeled, and that is at 614 4th Street North. And Devil's Lake currently moved into a new location also in downtown um, Devil's Lake at 406 4th Street Northeast. Well, I'm sure glad that I asked about that because uh, those are those are exciting changes uh, that that are uh, uh, available. And you do, um, uh, if I recall, you do a fair amount of uh, advertising with some billboards and things as well to try to get the word out, and uh, and that you'll be continuing to do that too. Absolutely, and we also are um, increasing our Google um, ads and and boosting that to draw more women into our locations as well. Right, and then all three of those uh, cities, of course, as as larger communities in the state, they have um, uh, significant numbers of uh, population from colleges and universities. So that's a a great resource for our uh, for for our college students who are who are needing help from the women's care centers as well. Absolutely. So if somebody is trying to learn more about uh, your uh, services that you, that they provide, is there a website uh, information that you could provide for us? Absolutely. Yep. We have um, a client website that uh, can be found at womenscarecenter.org. And we have a donor-related website also that can be found at supportwomenscarecenter.org. And there's no apostrophe or anything, so it's W-O-M-E-N-S? Correct. Care Center? Okay. Yep. Dot O-R-G. Correct, yes. Very good. And uh, so tell as we're about to wrap up this segment here, uh, tell us about uh, how this work has been uh, impacting you personally. Uh, have you had your hand in this for, for some time now? I ha- I have, actually. I um, Back in 2010, I actually first went to visit Women's Care Center in South Bend, Indiana, and helped bring and establish the one in Duluth. Um, and then my family moved here to Fargo, and when I'm 
first became on the board of the First Choice Clinic here when I moved here and then have now moved into the role of executive director. So I've been in this for quite some time and and really find this work very rewarding and um, it can be can be hard but it's rewarding at so many different times and it's just it's a blessing to be able to love and serve these women and that you've been around the block a little bit so there are a lot of uh, circumstances and situations that you've seen and you're able to bring that experience with you in the encounters with uh, uh, potential clients yes yes and it's been wonderful very good. Well, Angela, thank you so much for taking this time to uh, visit with us. And uh, we're j- definitely joining with you in prayer. And best wishes uh, to all of you at Women's Care Center and, and the great work that you do. Thank you so much. And thanks for all that you do as well. Thank you. We appreciate it. Yes, we're all partners in in the body of Christ here in numerous different ways. So as we're about to come to the end of the program today, we're going to toss things back to Aaron one more time to give us a preview of what's coming up on our next program. You got it, Father. We've got a great show for you coming up here tomorrow. We're coming to you live from Steubenville, Rochester with Father Tim Buren and Matt Welcome. We will have Paul George and John Bolo right in the studio to talk about the Steubenville weekend and what's going to happen and the state of our youth in our church today. Then in the second hour, we're looking at talking with Kevin Leslie Ben on how to get youth involved in the diocese and Dustin and Gina Kerr to talk about their experiences with RetroVi. All this coming up here on Real Presence Live. Right back to you, Father. Thank you very much, Aaron. Those uh, Steubenville weekends are a powerful experience. There's also one that is hosted, I believe, toward the end of July in the Twin Cities uh, in St. Paul. The The only problem is they have such a high demand, so you really have to get on the stick and uh, apply in order to be able to go to those months in advance. But please mark your calendars when it comes to the summer and uh, search for those uh, Steubenville weekends. Great experience for high school-age youth and their chaperones. Well, we just have a few moments left before the end of this program, and there is one other thing that I wanted to cite very quickly. Uh, Last month when Father Leffer and I were on the show, we were visiting with Jason Adkins from the uh, Minnesota Catholic Conference about the issue of religious liberty, and I saw an article that addresses our point of view very well from this. I just want to take a really quick excerpt from it. It was from the National Catholic Register by John uh, Grondelsky, talking about a recent Supreme Court decision. You may have heard about this large cross erected after World War One as a memorial in Maryland that the Supreme Court decided can stand. And uh, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg wrote a dissent of that opinion, which said that decades ago, this court recognized that the establishment cause of the f- clause of the First Amendment to the Constitution demands government neutrality among religious faiths and between religion and non-religion. Well, he takes uh, exception with that phrase. He says, quote, put, but, put bluntly, the First Amendment protects religion, not neutrality. If we go back to our national origins, the origins, the people who settled colonial America came here for religious freedom and to practice religion, not neutrality. Neutrality was at best a means to achieve the end of religious freedom. That was the historical context in which the First Amendment emerged. Accordingly, I would argue that the value that the First Amendment seeks to protect is religion. So I just thought that was some helpful food for thought as we think about religious liberty. Once again, what a joy it is to uh, be with you.
on Real Presence Live. Blessings to you and your families, especially as you travel and enjoy some leisure time for the remainder of your summer. And uh, blessings to you all. Until next time, God bless you. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.